Hello, sports fans, and welcome to another edition of Yesterday Sports on the Sports History Network. And make sure to check out sportshistorynetwork.com slash giveaways. I have two signed books I'm giving away. One is titled No Nonsense Old School Weight Training, and the other is Reliving 1970s Old School Football. I would like to welcome everybody back to the Footballers Family Podcast. And my special guest tonight, we're going to introduce her and just let her introduce herself in a second. We were playing Zoom tag, so finally we found each other, and now we have connected. So would you like to introduce yourself? I'd love to. Thank you so much, Jeremy, and thanks so so much, everyone who's involved with this um, podcast, this recording, this program. Anyway, I'm Barbara. I go by Barbara Edelston Peterson, and when I'm competing all over the world in Xterra, which is off-road triathlon, I'm known as Barbara Peterson. But um, anyway, I am an author, and I'd love to share one of my books that I think you guys can relate to, A Whole Athlete Makes the Whole World Better. But there's a story behind this, which is um, me trying to find is my book that gave birth to my nonprofit, which I will get into. But I'm an author. I'm a sports psychologist. I'm a mom of two grown daughters. Um, I'm a jewelry designer on the side. And I'm an extreme endurance athlete. Okay, so do you do you cook and paint on the side? I mean, you're doing a lot of stuff right there. I do cook. I baked a huge chocolate chip cookie for myself today. No, and no, what, what do I? What do you just say? Do I bake and do you, do you paint on the side? I mean, you oh, do a lot of no, stuff. but I do have lots of paintings in my I, home. I so. do see that. Yes. Yeah, it's um, I'm really into color and um, vibe, positive vibe. So. <laughs> As good timing as we call it here in Middle Tennessee. So, Miss Barbara, you, you, you're in Santa Barbara. You, your nonprofit. What is your nonprofit? Okay, so my nonprofit is Whole Champion Foundation, and that name is actually a little controversial. So, if anyone who's listening at the end of this has a better name for me, you're going to get a reward. But what happened if? Can I jump in, Jeremy? Um, this is your show. This is your this show. This is um, Whole Champion Foundation is my nonprofit. This book, a whole person makes the whole world better. It's it. My books are very beautiful. If well, it's kind of hard to see, but they're very aesthetically um, designed and produced, uh, as well as ecologically produced for everything's by design. So what happened was um, in 20 plus years of racing Xterra, which is mountain bike triathlon. And you all, y'all might want to know that I am one of the pioneers of the sport of mountain biking. And from my late twenties to thirties to forties, I raced mountain bikes. And then I got into Xterra, which is an extension of that, which is mountain bike triathlon now in my late 60s, um, at some point about eight years ago, 
I broke both of my heels and I had to stop. And I realized I was living in a bubble, a self-absorbed bubble. And a tidal wave of shame came over me. I thought, you know, the world has so many challenges. How the heck can you just be worrying about the challenges of bad weather, what the race course is going to be, your traveling connections? Um, honestly, I realized it wasn't acceptable and that the challenges, well, in short, what I want, what I realized was I loved being a champion in sport. And I do have today 10 world champion titles and many European titles and regional and local and such. But what I realized is I love being a champion in sport. But I wanted to be a champion of humanity. I wanted to be a champion of the environment. And I said, I wanted, I want to be a champion. I want to be a whole champion. And suddenly it was like, how can I do that? How fast can I change? How can I make sure that no one else behaves like I do? Because the world is greatly challenged, seriously challenged. And if this place goes down, this planet, we're all going down. And I really wasn't aware. I wasn't caring. I mean, I was aware. I don't live under a rock, but I didn't. I was self-absorbed. And I'm making up for lost time. You, what you told me, and let me let me backtrack and make sure I understood this. It took breaking your heels, which absolutely sounds terrible. And I don't want to go into detail because it would just make it worse. <laughs> it took a bad thing for you to realize that you can change and do more. Is that is that correct? Yeah, that's so interesting. What I think really happened, Jeremy, was it took breaking my heels. It took having the first injury ever to just stop me in my tracks. You know, I had two fracture boots on. I was in a wheelchair and I had a lot of time on my hands. Yeah, I'd say so. I'd say so. And I realized, well, I started to think about some things like, well, wow, what I just reflected. I think that's probably fairly natural when something like that happens. And I did. And my world went upside down right in front of my own eyes. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it was the greatest gift, as it turns out, because I realized I wanted to be a whole champion. And I didn't know what that meant. So then I wrote this book, A Whole Person Makes the Whole World Better. And it's all about awareness, responsibility, and action. And then I wrote this book, A Whole Athlete Makes the Whole World Better. And this book is full of incredible gems about mm, being a really healthful um, athlete and having, a you know, using your life force and your platform and your discipline to make a difference. Um, sorry. Sorry no, about that. That's, sorry that's about okay. That. It's probably, it froze a little bit. That's probably on my side of the world here. Uh, when the gerbils stop running in the wheel, my internet goes down for a second. Um, so let, let, let me let me ask you a question, Miss Barbara. And and I think from what I'm understanding is 
physically. <clears throat> Again, if I'm wrong on this, correct me, please. Physically, it doesn't make an athlete an athlete if you have the physical gifts. There's got to be more to it than that. Well, uh, so interesting that you asked that. Do you want to ask more? or do you No, want to no, no, more? no, no. Please, please go. Please go. Well, I think that um, it can't. My response to that is it can't be um, just the talented and the kids or people with resources who make it to the top. So athletes with gifts have grit and they have a sense of awareness about their sport and their competitors and their bodies and they take responsibility. And that's those are the two big things about being a whole champion by nonprofit. It's but to have today to have the wherewithal to champion yourself and your sport, but also champion a better world is the ideal. It is the most, it's the optimal, ultimate champion. I've and got, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. What were you going to say? I hope you, I hope you were going to say you've got the chills. <laughs> I, I do. Um, and I, I, I do, I, I have two daughters and this is where the tools came from. I have two daughters and I'm trying to figure out in my personal life, what type of legacy I'm leaving for them. And it's not just morality. I'm hoping to teach them a sense of morality for, for people because they have to develop their own, but they got to learn it somewhere. You know, how do you treat other people? How do they you have to, treat they them? have to have it modeled. Okay. That's a, that's a good way to say it. Thank you. That's a very good way to say it. I want to show them, you know, you can make mistakes and still be a good person. And, you know, I, I make it clear. Uh, I am, I'm a walking mistake waiting to happen, but I'm okay with that because I'm still living. How many times have you fallen off your bike over the years? Well, okay, Jeremy, let me just add something to your little toolbox there. You're a human being. We can only do our best. You're moving me to tears. I mean, we can only do our best. Athletes are top elite whatever i i uh, they have talent what i say about myself i have 10 world champion titles in xterra i am not gifted i have determination and i just give it everything i can but i work for it it's not like given to me yeah um wait where was i going with this you were gonna oh what, i don't what, I you and you and I are in the same boat. I don't know where I was going with that. No, no, no. <laughs> um, but I think as far as modeling or being a role, yeah, yeah, role model yeah. for your your daughters, it's the same for me. I have two daughters, and I actually raised them in inside my bubble, and they became elite ski racers. And I tell you, when I had this epiphany, I, I was horrified. I was literally drowning in a tidal wave of shame but guess what i mean i am a sports psychologist i am a psychologist it's never too late awareness is everything that's the first tenant of a whole champion awareness of yourself awareness of other people around you awareness of who needs help or what needs help and then then 
you know, stepping up, taking responsibility and making a difference. Like it's not enough when I'm in schools or inside corporations or wherever, or speaking to um, athletes and teams, um, it's not enough to yell, say, oh yeah, you're like, okay, she's so good. That's right. She's got a good point. I want to care. It's actually knowing you're making an impact. You're making a positive difference. And what I say a champion is, is someone, all people who step up however they can. It's not about winning. It's not about a trophy. It's just stepping up because our planet is not sustainable at this rate. We have to actually be the change for positive, for a positive difference. Okay, so so let, let let me let me see where we can go with this because I have a couple questions, but I have to word them a little bit in my head. If you were to start today, and and I believe self awareness is is a key to a lot of things. I really I really do. If somebody's self aware, then they're going to be they're going to be uh, humble, and they're going to be willing to work, and which is two good qualities in my opinion, very good qualities. And I don't think either one of those are very much around us today. How do you become self-aware? Okay, well, it's such a good question. And if, if anyone wants to buy, go to my website. Sorry, yeah. just a little commercial. No, no. Um, but, send, me, send me a link to your website and I'll put it in the show notes. Yeah, but this this book, what I really like about the whole person makes the whole world better is it explains what is awareness and what is personal social and environmental responsibility so oh, everything starts with oneself when somebody is aware of their being their place in this world and that there's more to do than just be a couch potato there's so many possibilities and being aware with some good coaching let's say just support i don't mean like athletic coaching necessarily we can only do our best but when we strive and when we try and when we're open awareness is really being open to what is around us um things happen things happen a really nice way i always frame everything in positives like i'm not interested in somebody being aware of what's possible in the bank to rob it yeah. <laughs> and making a negative difference. You know, I, and I'm, it's all about really stepping up for happiness, for care, for well being, for positives. Uh, that's something I think we lack is looking out for others and looking out to help others. And for what I understand you're saying here is that's a tenet of what you, you try to live by. It, it is. And it's a, certainly a tenant in my book, but I discovered in this epiphany is wait, I love being a champion in sport. Like I like this. I like fighting and winning and being doing what I'm doing. It's sport. I'm an athlete. Okay. So I like that, but that I'm not saying don't do that stuff. 
take on yourself, do your life, do you, but never at the expense of other people who have needs or the environment, whatever it might be. And there are all awareness. There are always things around us that we can be a part of and we can help. So, but it starts with, you know, it starts with our own, we have to like ourselves. We have to want good things for ourselves. We have to want to be um, not a, necessarily a Girl Scout, but just someone who cares. But it starts with caring for yourself or you don't, the effect isn't that great with the next person. I, I do a lot with teenagers. Uh, and I've tried to because I believe teenagers really do how they're shaped 13 and on really do does impact how they are at 30 and 40. I believe it does. Uh, and the one thing I tell them is, especially now that we live in a Facebook society, that you take five or six pictures to get the right one to put off of an image. Well, no one is ever, ever going to live up to the image that you put on Facebook. You're just not. So the, the key is to be happy with who you are outside of a filter. And I believe that's a big part of life, not just for kids, but for adults too. Are you happy with who you are outside of a filter? I really like what you're talking about. I like how you're framing it. And that's one of the things that the first book really goes into. I mean, it, it goes into detail about just, taking care of yourself like there's the good the bad and the ugly there's the there's so many aspects of our personal existence and we have to understand what those are body mind and spirit and do we have disabilities do we have challenges you know are there people that are very very toxic around us do we have people who don't understand boundaries? Um, are we getting our needs met? So the book sort of goes through the first book and even the second and the athlete book goes into this as well um, about general well-being so that we can be a happy person and a balanced person and a capable person. And even if we're disabled in any way, there are great ways to be aware of ourselves and take care of ourselves. And some of that has to do with our care providers, but that's a little bit of another discussion. Do you remember, and and you? how long have you lived in California? 45 years. Okay, okay, okay. Um, so you will remember Jim Abbott. Yeah. Now, if you don't know who Jim Abbott is, Jim Abbott, and I want to want to say that he was born without, I think, his left hand. But he ended up being a a pitcher for the at then it was the California Angels, which I remember them. He played for the USA baseball team. He would switch from his hand throwing hand to his putting his glove on and go back and forth. And the one thing that I do appreciate about his story, and of course, it's just off the top of my head, I don't remember everything about him, is that he didn't allow his, and I don't know if you would consider what he had a disability, but it wasn't. It was. 
Okay, so you would consider disability. I want to make oh, sure yes. I word. I want to make sure I word it correctly. I don't want to. fine. Okay, I don't want to say something missed because I I have both hands and and I cannot relate to that. Uh, but he used his disability not only to help. He furthered his career and he did a good job. He really did. But what I remember him doing was he was a an example and a hero to many kids who were born with a club foot or lacking a hand or, or even some who lost limbs due to cancer. He was their hero. Um, and I tell you, Miss Barbara, that's something that I, I want to be able to do in my own personal life is maybe not so much be a hero, but be an example that you can overcome things, whether they are obvious like a Jim Abbott or whether they're under the surface, which most of us have under the surface problems. So that's beautiful. I really mean it. And in my sport of Xterra and other sports, I'm sure there's a category of challenged athletes and you may or may not know about the challenged athletes, um, CAF challenged athletes fund. There's a huge event this weekend, in fact, in San Diego, and I'm really tempted to go, but it, you can't believe what this organi organization does. It supports um, kids with that were born or kids and adults with no legs, no arms, one arm, one leg. Um, it's just, and they, the organization turns them into hardcore athletes and and they you can't believe what they overcome um i think and in sport i've seen time and time again where people's whole lives have been turned around in such a positive way because they found sport and they managed like one of my dearest friends in Xterra is called one armed willie and he was you know on the job and his arm got cut in, caught in a rope and Oh, got torn off. It's a terrible, terrible, devastating story. But the man is so happy. He's got a whole family. You know, he's a great individual because he found a way to overcome his disability. It's, um, I think that's, that's like, I, I hope I'm not like politically incorrect or something, but if you look at people, because when we're talking about athletes, let's say, and we're talking about these role models who are disciplined, who are talented, who are um, observed, and we loved and loved and everything because they do great things. Um, when Look at how sort of they stand out. And then there's somebody who's tripped up really, really limited. And it's not just because they have half an arm or no arm or no legs. There's a heart and there's a mind and how do they function and how do they manage? And so many do. And they're positive, they're determined, they're responsible. Um, I'm loving the balloons, by the way. <laughs> what What is that? What I have no they? idea what they are. Uh, they're balloons I'm coming like, up on our screen. <laughs> I'm like, it's like I think there are balloons around me. Well, that's awesome. I have no idea. I need my teenagers up here, and they'd be like, Dad, you should know this. I'm like, I don't use my phone much. I listen to Spotify. That's pretty much what I do. But it's so fun 
funny. Like I was like, I think that's a balloon. Yeah, if, <laughs> a if, little if, while ago. Send send us uh, send me a message to say how backwards I am and not understanding this, and and tell us how the balloons are popping up. But this is the second time that's happened. I know. I'm so I'm glad it's as much a surprise to you as it is. <laughs> it to is me. a surprise to me. I've never seen it, but that's okay. But uh, one thing I do want to say to you, Jeremy, on yeah. a personal note, is yeah. that. You seem to frame everything like, well, you're trying your best and you don't know that much and this and that, but just the vibe I get from you and your great energy and the fact that you're leading this podcast or, or interview, it's like, you're a champ. You're a whole champion. You care. You're taking responsibility. You're making a difference by, doing this work and inviting me to share well, and I, 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 I want I, to applaud you thank you and let, and let the balloons can we have the balloons yeah i give you a little bit of background and, and i don't want to overdo it because i know I've, i mentioned this several times uh, i have fought depression for 33 years mm. suicidal thoughts anxiety bad stuff uh, last year my son committed suicide due to his depression and it's and it's kind of like um in fact, I'm holding right here a bear made in from one of his shirts. And can you see that's his initials? Yeah. And right on, uh, well, it's not on this one, but on my arm, I have the semicolon. I, I was 43 years old and finally got a tattoo. And I got the semicolon. And, and I feel I've got, oh. I, it reminds me that even though I've struggled with it, my story is not done, that I've got people to live for and I've got jobs to live for. So when you're talking about, when you're talking about, um, and, and the thing I think, Miss Barbara, that I've enjoyed about you is that you give purpose. And it's not just around the sports, but sports directs people. It focuses people. Yeah, it does. And, and, and I love the fact that you, in your work, give purpose. Uh, and that purpose, to me, is something we lack in this society. Like, we don't have purpose that sustains us. Uh, you would love... Oh, so you would just love what we're doing with schools right now. The whole, like the whole theme of the fall, like the first part of the year is live life with purpose. And, it, and I'm going to send you, I will send you like these flags that I've created in all different colors. How, what does that mean? Live life with purpose. And there's so many ways. I, I just put it out there on the banner. But the other side of the flag is, um, how do you live life with purpose? Like you and you and you, and can you tell us in words or do you want to draw a photo, uh, draw a picture? And, and then we're going to, um, it's called flying flags on main street. We're going to make flags on and fly them in one of the towns nearby. And, and, and I'll say this and I'm about where I don't pay for, for uh zoom so it's going to pop up here in a minute that's got us just a few minutes i do and if it does cut us off it's not on purpose but it's a, it's because i'm cheap but no thank you for for being on here miss barbara let me say this i am a, in in a lot of things i have gotten more purpose in, in sense of trying to help people like you are uh but i want i people used to put aside especially men put aside mental health things like that and I don't mind being quote weak if it helps people. Um, vulnerable. Okay, that's yes, yes. Call vulnerable. it vulnerable because you're not weak. You're you're a champion. You're I don't mind strong. being. I don't mind being vulnerable. Thank you. That's that's much better. I like that one better. 
if it helps people. And something tells me that you don't mind that either, even though you have played, you've you've done your sport for for a while, and that you're a pioneer in your sport. You don't mind being vulnerable to help people to become better. And it actually, yeah. it actually does. You, yep, there it is. Okay, it's going to pop up in just a second. So let me okay. kind of wrap this up a little bit. Um, where can we find your information in your books? Wholechampion.org. And if people email me, I will give a 20% off wholechampion.org or barbara at wholechampion.org. I will give 20% off for listening to this, whether it's 100 books or one book. And everything everyone can do, nobody can do everything, but everyone can do something is what I want to leave. And um, let's find our purpose. Now, now, let me ask you this real quick. Um you're in Santa Barbara, right? Mm-hmm. I am completely ignorant on what cities that's close to. Um, between San Francisco and Los Angeles, Central Coast, right on Oakland A's. I lived in Oakland for forty years. Oakland, Berkeley. I grew up in Tennessee. We didn't have a team, and the Atlanta Braves were not good. <laughs> so when I started following baseball, it was oh, Mark McGuire, Dave Stewart, Dennis Eckersley. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, my, my goodness, my mind went blank. Of course, Jose Canseco, Tommy yeah. Lasorda, uh, not Tommy Lasorda, Tommy, uh, Tony LaRusso, that was his name. Tommy Lasorda yeah. was the Dodgers coach. And I had in my wall the Bash brothers. They're holding the giant bats, dressed up like the Blues brothers. And when you were talking about that, I'm thinking, man, she. I'm hoping you're close to Oakland. Um, I hate the fact that they're going to move. But that stadium I hear is absolutely awful. Oh, I don't know. You I, mean the one in Oakland? Yeah, the Coliseum. Yeah, it's not great. <laughs> but it's, it's not great. But I've gone to concerts there. I've gone to A's games. I've gone to Warriors games. I've gone. <laughs> yeah. Miss Barbara, thank but you. You great. are so welcome. I can't tell you how much I appreciate having me on. No, and, and you you made my night. Uh and it this Aww. that when this is uh when this is out, I will send you a link to it. Uh yeah, this 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 lady here that I'm talking with, Miss Barber, is an encourager. And just just for the little time that I've talked to her and emailed back and forth, I have gotten positive. I felt more positive as a result. Thank you for being you. Thank you. And thank y'all for listening to the Football's Family Podcast. Hey there, Sports History fan. This is Arnie Chapman, a.k.a. the Football History Dude, and I wanted to thank you for stopping by to listen to another episode here on the Sports History Network. Our podcasters are passionate about uncovering and sharing sports stories from yesteryear. And if you didn't know it already, we have over 30 shows across the network covering all sorts of sports history topics. In fact, here's a glimpse into one of our awesome podcasts here on the network. Join George Bozica, the president of the PFRA, and myself, John Bozica, each month for the Professional Football Researchers Association official podcast. We'll discuss the history of the game, the many names of the game, and so many different things for you, making the history of football not only entertaining, but fun at the same time, as we join you on the Sports History Network on the official PFRA podcast. How about that? I bet you're super hyped to go listen to that new podcast, right? Well, to learn about this show and all the other podcasts on the network, head over to sports 
historynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Again, that's sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Head over there today to find your next favorite sports history podcast.